It's Wednesday somewhere, and that means that you are listening to Spoiler Alert. Uh, I'm joined by Zoom teleconference with the usual my my usual suspects here, Sean and Sonia. Hey guys, how are you? Hello. Hi, Jer. Spring has sprung, and it is a beautiful time of year, and I get to go outside without a winter coat. Yes, it is the time of year where the Hollywood elites come together to pay respects to themselves. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right, people. The Oscars happened. Films were made, vetted through a very particular and unknown process, put voted on by a secret group of whites, and then <laughs> awards were awarded. Yeah. <laughs> Os- it's Oscar season, baby. Well, is it that's- ever? I just said what happened. That wasn't even a joke. I just said what happened. <laughs> like, that just said... It's just a recap. Um, it's just a it's recap. It's just a recap. Welcome to the spoiler alert recap of the 2022, the 94th Academy Awards recap. And so, we've recapped I every single one of them. <laughs> have, what do you mean? All 94? Yeah. Yes. You don't remember? <laughs> do you guys have a second podcast? Yeah, I started a while ago, obviously. Sure, we we started 94 years ago. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. I still thought it was uh, 1995 or whatever from that one episode. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) item number one on the docket uh, for our Oscars discussion today um, is, of course, does Jeremy just hate Oscars movies? Like, is that it? Because, (laughs) like, do you guys, is it just me? Do you feel this way? Oh no, everyone feels this way. And that's why mm-hmm. Oscar's viewership has did like dirt poor, low down in the depths, <laughs> dragging in the sewer bottoms. <laughs> Except for this year, everyone regrets that they didn't watch. But honestly, I did watch mm-hmm. it live and I still didn't really know a lot what was going on. Well that's that's fair. But Anyway, back back to my well. I don't know. I used well, to and like they had the some Oscars. egregious uh, sort of ways to try and make the Oscars pop in, like to get the crew, to get the people interested. And I would say they're fail. There was mm-hmm. a failure. Well, I know there definitely has been a failure, but um, yeah, I don't know, Sean. I like. Well, I guess it comes down to two issues. Sanj, you didn't watch the Oscars. No. Okay, why didn't you watch them? Well, I was busy writing my thesis, so that's like a little bit more important. And I was also away, in a place without a TV. We'll put you under the column busy, that's fine. But Um, would I have watched them? Honestly, I don't know. I forgot they were happening. I kind of did too. I don't think, like, I definitely don't seek them out. And I used to kind of seek them out. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to be stoked. I was like, oh, I want to see what movie wins from all these movies I haven't seen. And it was this, like, retroactive, like, oh, that looks good. I'll try and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I'll go get it at Blockbuster. Um, <laughs> it all comes years back ago. to Blockbuster, doesn't it? Um, My dad was just talking about it, you guys. It kills me. Anyway. I love the culture of the Oscars, actually. Like, I love getting with pals and having food and maybe fun mm. foods that are named after Oscar films. Uh, and making an Oscar pool. Like, these are all things I very much enjoy. Mm. Um, And so in that way, I still have, you know, a a feeling, a good feelings for the Oscars. But there 
it's inarguable that it's it's kind of a slog sometimes and whoever like it's a thankless job to organize it like mm-hmm. to produce it it's kind of a thankless job to host it to be honest it's just a big mammoth of a production that i just keeps marching forward i guess um but there was no um there's no host right like they just hand it off to the next no there's there's presenter. three there's three hosts actually Oh, who are the hosts? I don't even know this. The hosts were Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. Um, I had no idea. And they actually, which is quite the maybe, quite the trio. It was quite the it was quite the trio. But honestly, I think that maybe you not hearing much about them is because they kind of did their job pretty well. Like mm. they showed up at mm. the all three of them showed up at the beginning, uh, did a quick routine, and then throughout the show. One would pop out, do a little bit, disappear. Like, they were kind of, like, just there enough to keep the ball rolling. You never really got sick of them. Um, They had some real lols that I enjoyed. Amy Schumer, in particular, had a very funny joke about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Don't Look Up. And she was like, "Uh, he did this to raise awareness for the global warming to leave a better earth for his girlfriend's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is hilarious <laughs> that is funny nice that's pretty good got yeah, it there was there are some good bits there was some awkward bits of uh, as well but you know mm-hmm. it's not gonna land it's a weird room yeah it's true it is a weird room um, but um yeah yeah and sure. also i think that we should probably talk about the elephant in the room uh, i mean we could the moment I, that I was trying to sidestep it, but the moment that so. everyone talks has been talking about nonstop uh, mm-hmm. that you can't escape, and that was the clip package for the top five cheerworthy moments on film ever. <laughs> <laughs> they can't well, stop. Everyone time. has to give their hot take. You have to. Um, this was this was a very deplorable clip package because you. They allowed people to vote on the website for their top for their favorite moment on film, top five cheerworthy moments, uh, and that's every film ever. And these yeah, are the like, top five. Okay, can't these wait. are the top five that I'll read to you. Number five, it's from the Matrix. It's when Neo dodges the bullets. That is a cheerworthy <laughs> okay. moment. Okay, number I'm four. Cheer, number cheer-worthy? four. Are you cheering? Number or four not is cheering? from Dream Girls. <laughs> Number four is from Dreamgirls, and it's when Jennifer Hudson sings, and I am telling you. Uh, Cheerworthy. No question. Cheerworthy. Keep going. Super super Number three, from Avengers Endgame, (laughs) it's when they did the Avengers Assemble moment. (laughs) These two Mm -hmm, spaces mm -hmm. are glazed over. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The number two top cheerworthy moment is from Spider-Man No Way Home. The three Spider-Men team up. Spoiler alert. They do. And yeah, I, was, I haven't seen it I, yet. I, but... I unfortunately haven't seen So they, I guess they do team up. Um, all of these films are basically from this year, by the by. But, and then the number yeah. one yeah. top cheerworthy moment They're, is these are from of Jack, all time. This from all time. And this, the top moment to make you stand up and cheer is from Zack Snyder's Justice League when the Flash enters the speed zone, the speed force <laughs> or whatever. Okay, so a Jeremy, do you remember standing up in theater and cheering? On these? <laughs> <laughs> do y'all remember when that, that happened that... and you all stood up and cheered? 
when the flash oh, enters yeah. the speed force. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, I've never that, not cheered when that happened. That's the worst list of all time. It's, it was it's, so cause it was really so something. like weird. Bec- we didn't really honestly understand what it was. We was like we thought it was kind of a commercial, but it was like no, it's it's a <laughs> it's a clip package for cheerworthy moments. Anyway, bad news, bad bad bad. But other than that, that is other than that, very fun. Mm. That is absolutely crazy to me. Uh, wow, thank you, Sean. Yes, um, I'm your intrepid reporter, getting boots on the ground, eyes on live television. Um, it's live. To- how long was it, Sean? This year? Mm, it was like three hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boots on wow. the ground, indeed. Boots on you're, the ground. You're you're in it. Thank you for your service. Yes, um, we salute you. <laughs> wow. 21, anyway, okay. a white wine salute to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so, you guys, uh, what, what did you think of the Oscar buzz this year? We kind of talked about this, but um, what did you hear the most about? Can you think think back to earlier this month? Well, I didn't know they were happening. <laughs> yeah, so that's so part not, of it. So not a lot of buzz. So not a lot of buzz, yeah. But you must have, you must have, like heard of the, you you know who you thought was going to win like best picture. I feel like you couldn't escape the power of the dog, uh, mm. discourse, mm-hmm. which is why I watched Honestly? it. Which is why I was disappointed in it because I thought it sucked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard pretty mixed things about it. So I was like, maybe I'll watch it. But I didn't get around to it. I couldn't make myself. But I will eventually, maybe. I I feel like we're getting to the point where, like, there is a decent mix of not just Oscar Beatty films. Like, I look at this list and, like, a huge part of me is like, licorice peach, licorice, oh my god, licorice pizza Thank you. Um, should not be on here. Yeah, that's true. What's it Damn about? You, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, it's just another story about an older girl and a younger dude in the 80s. And but also like biopic vibes. And yes. In Hollywood, things that are very Oscar baby. Like Hollywood yes. talking about Hollywood. Like, Basically. Yeah. Like, oh, here's a piece of history that matters. And... You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's what's up. But um, I don't know. Like, did either of you see West Side Story, the new one? Yeah. Did you yes, like it? I have. I loved it. Yeah, you I did? thought it was really oh. good. Did you like it, Jer? I had I I I, I didn't watch it because I oh. felt no desire to, <laughs> to yeah. watch West Side Story again. <laughs> I was just like, really? Like, this is the best picture. This is all we got. But uh, maybe maybe it's amazing. I still haven't seen uh, what's the oh man, what's the what's the dude who made Hamilton mm-hmm. made another movie and it's called In the Heights. Heights. I haven't seen it yet either. It was okay. which is surprising, but I would say okay. West Side Story was better. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Mm. Um, it's a very it's a lit- very good movie musical. Oh, sorry, Sean. Go. Okay. I think that. Well, I was just was saying that 
Lin-Manuel Miranda, people were thinking that he was going to get his EGOT because he was close, but he did because of, um, oh, what did he write for? Encanto? I forget. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't Encanto, was it? Yes, it was. Sorry. It definitely was. Was he nominated? Yeah, there's a song from there that was nominated, but oh. it went to Billy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. it was. And there's a very... Oh, that's rough. There's a, a moment where Diane Warren, who has been nominated 14,000 times and never won, and her face just really crumbles. <laughs> she, <laughs> But honestly, the song quality gets worse and worse. And oh. Reba performed uh, that Diane Warren song, and it was a snooze. I haven't even heard the movie it was in. Heard of the movie it was in. Four Good Days? Me neither. Sorry, Diane. I'm sorry you've Mm. been jilted this way, but I guess her and Glenn Close could start a club or whatever. That's that's sounds like the the place to be. Um, (laughs) The jilted club. Um, What other picks did you guys uh, pick out from the nomination uh, section? Yeah, what 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 uh, tickled fancies uh, when when all the noms came out? Um, well, I personally will speak for myself. I loved Dune; it was very great. Mm-hmm. But I the, basically the the categories that I lost the most in in my Oscar pool were that Dune won, and I put other people. I miss. I underestimated our friend Dune. And they cleaned up in so many categories that mm-hmm. I didn't even think about. Oh, really? No, I uh, I would agree. Uh, I really I like Dune quite a bit. Um, I I I really assumed it would not win Best Picture just because of the the remake nature of it and the sci fi the sci fi ness. Um, but uh, they did cut some of the other technical Oscars from. Mm-hmm from the main program, which also is a kind of a bummer. Cause I assume that they would have, it's, you know, every once in a while, something comes out like Lord of the Rings where they're really pushing technical things really far. Yeah. And I at least think that's really cool. Like, you know, like I, I think that's a, a good part of the Oscars. Um, I mean, I assume it's just as political and one-sided as the main big awards, but, uh, it was kind of cool to see Dune just win all of these things. And like, the sound was pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, sound um, and cinematography was obviously amazing in Dune. Yeah. But I don't know why. I, I put other things and I ever have regrets. Mm. Regrets. Um, mm. Did you guys see Being the Ricardos? Mm-mm. I did. But I, my mom yeah. told me it was good. <laughs> yeah. What did you think, Sean? Um, I had a great time with it. I was like Nicole was not really doing well. It was hard to say because a lot of her performance is not when she's like being Lucy on television. It's like mm-hmm. her behind the scenes and she's very intense and very serious. And she's kind of beautiful mm-hmm. minding a like comedy sketch. And because she's like has this otherworldly like uh, knowledge about how to do comedy. And so that's like, I guess I'm like, this isn't quite Lucy, but it also is very committed. Um, 
The performance I was surprised by is J.K. Simmons, Simmons. not Rowling, got, nom- got nominated for no. Best Actor, or Best different, Supporting different person, Actor. Different person. I wish that J.K. Um, J.K. Rowling was best, best Supporting Actor. That'd be great. Um, no, Ooh. J.K. Simmons got nominated for it, and I thought it was kind of a... It's pretty small, not very effective. He didn't do much, but maybe it was just mm-hmm. sort of a gesture, a gesture nomination. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I did think that uh, Javier Bardem was going to win for best actor, uh, in part because like he did a good job. He's an amazing actor, but also just for like what it was, like you know, like them, like basically their whole situation here got best actor, best actress with their supportings too for that. Just the one? Just the one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like three of the four sort of like actory things, like you knew that that's what they were going for. Yeah. And uh, I, I was actually surprised. Uh, I, I I think I may never watch King Richard ever, just because it's like a sport, sport-ish movie. But it's sport not movie. even about... The people who are actually good at sports. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah. I it's can't. Nuts. I'm like, the fact that Venus and Serena don't get their own movie, that it's about their father. It's nuts. Kind of makes me want to fling myself off a building, to be honest. Like, look look at all the hard work he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, maybe he, like, but, I'm sure he did. I'm sure that's the reason the movie's about him, but it's like, I don't know. There was really? parts of that. I did watch, there's parts of it that are so obviously like, you know, hindsight is 2020. Like, he's just like, Venus, you're going to win Wimbledon like this many times. Like, I have this vision. And it's like, okay, I like, I bet you think she's going to be great, but I don't think you have this specific all-seeing eye. Um, (laughs) And like, it kind of, that character is the same sort of as the Tammy Faye movie where they don't really hold these two people to that much responsible like they don't give them that much responsibility for their own actions they're just kind of like oh i was swept up in this other person's thing or like i was kind of tough but like i got these crazy results and it's like i don't think this person was like i think this person was much worse than you're portraying it Mm. which is fine Mm. it's a biopic and it's being funded by people that don't want to make of that memory a name or bad, but that's what I, yeah. Yeah. It just sticks, well, I, it I sticks feel like out. There's the whole vibe of like turning someone's life into a story. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, you know, we've seen this time and time again, especially at the Oscars, especially with them, like, taking you know insert famous person here and like telling their life story and it's like okay here are the eight scenes that have to be in there for sure and let's see what they do to mix it up you know like like it's it's a formula that's tried and true at this point but um you know like oh okay yeah so we're gonna we're gonna mix it up well what are you gonna do this time we're gonna make it so we're gonna tell a story about a famous person but it's their dad (gasps) oh Like, you know, like, yeah, what do we, you know, like, like, are you, are you that afraid of telling like the story of, a, of black women that mm. like, you have to have that step away? Like, what is this? You know, why is that perspective so important to this narrative? 
Because I'm pretty sure it's not. But <laughs> But the patriarchy. Maybe. God. Oh my oh my word. Anyway, you know, normal stuff. Sanj, what did you uh uh what 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 did you have your eye on? Well, I watched a few things. I did watch The Eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, which Jessica mm-hmm. Chastain won Best Actress for. Um, I think, Sean, I think you put it very well when I asked you about it right before the show, where you said, this is a bad movie, but she's great. And, yeah, absolutely. And that's true, because it is. And it it's exactly that biopic thing you're talking about, where it like really flattens things and really simplifies things which is unfortunate because i feel like the whole reason it got made is that it was this like passion project for jessica chastain and she had this very kind of like specific perspective on tammy faye and kind of wanting to tell her story because tammy faye was such a like malign like she's in this whole you know long line of women who've been maligned for the wrong reasons um but i feel like it then it kind of like overcorrected and just made her out to be this like victim and and did kind of take away that sense of her own agency and responsibility which yeah. i think is really unfortunate because it's like yes she does deserve to have the record straightened and she didn't deserve to be the punchline that she was and and to take the blame for all of jim's behavior um if people don't know the story of Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, I do recommend looking it up. It's very interesting, but um, it's pretty wild. But still, nonetheless, like <laughs> I don't know. It's it it just I'm not really sure what the goal of the movie was. I think it was to like correct the record on her, but I don't feel like it necessarily did that. Yeah, like um, as you were as we we're just saying, like Jessica Chastain bought the the rights to the story like 10 years ago has been trying to get this going because she's like obsessed with it. it is her passion project. But, but also in the end, it's like, well, why? Like mm-hmm. she, and she did her performance is very like no holds barred. Like she's got the funny little voice. The hair and makeup is insane. Like outfits, outfits, outfits. Um, the, her, like when she does a song and it's just like full belt all the time. It's like, it seems like Jessica Chastain like had the best time doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like the, the jowl prosthetics on her and Andrew Garfield are so weird and off putting. Yes. And, um, and just like sort of her little like Kitty Foreman laugh. Like there's just, it was just very like, oh, she's doing a little thing. Like it was a, ve- mm-hmm. it was like a, it was like a skit. And yeah, it the was movie like was pretty, just bad. Um, did I yeah. love to see Cherry Jones play her mother? Absolutely. She was a highlight for sure. Yeah. But yeah, when I saw that it won for hair and makeup, <laughs> and I, I thought like, about those Uncanny Valley prosthetics, like. They looked yeah. so weird. It was worse than the Irishman. I'm, lo- I'm no, looking it at looked, it right now. It looked like she like was dipped in honey and then rolled through chicken cutlets and just like <laughs> stuck to her face. <laughs> well, but like when you look at her versus the real Tammy Faye, like they needed something. Like like mm-hmm. that's a different head shape. 
but uh like i'm i'm seeing some stills here and i'm not like yeah like this is like miss doubtfire did a better job it's very it's very mrs doubtfire and the ones (laughs) on andrew garfield were also bad oh yeah no it's terrifying um there is a scene uh where cherry jones walks in just after tammy faye has od'd and she says tammy you've had enough drugs in your system to kill a truck driver and it was like (laughs) the best delivered line of the film absolutely hands down (laughs) i like the delivery sean that was really quite something i'm like i'm actually like I think maybe captivated. Like if there was a hypnotoed hypnotoed version of her with these jowls, like I don't know if I could ever look away. What is the hypnotoad? <laughs> hypnotoad. <laughs> you don't know what hypnotoad is, John? You don't know hypnotoad? No. <laughs> it's a it's just a future. I'll send you some gifts later, and then okay. uh, you can check it out. I'll prove the but, your um, gift research. You know. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that seems like a pretty good time to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Oscars and Hypnotoad here on Spoiler Alert. Uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. You're listening to 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. We're back listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. We're talking about Oscars, Oscar things, Oscar movies, our disdain for the Oscars. Um, but first, does, uh, does anyone know what time it is? Anyone have any idea on the time? Um, it's like well. 50 more weeks till the Oscars come again. 50 more weeks. It's game time, people. What? Well, 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 well. <laughs> for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in. The the game is where I spend, I think it's like literally 40 seconds this week, picking out a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not seen. I tell them the title, they tell me what it's... It, it, I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. You guys, you ready to play the game? Oh yeah. I guess I'm ready. Oh yeah. Here we go. This week's title is alluded to earlier in the show, <gasps> Four Good Days. That title again, Four Good Days. I cannot believe you. You chose us literally just saying on air. I've never heard of this film. And you got yeah. us. <laughs> I had picked it before because it was the first laugh. one I didn't recognize in the list. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, okay. Guess guess we're good to go. Um, who would days. like to take a stab? Sean, you got anything? Yeah, okay. So I believe... Since we're talking Oscar movies, I believe that it is about um, a woman who is diagnosed with, like, very aggressive cancer. And so she is spending the last, you know, she's getting four good days, her doctor has told her. And so she's doing the things in there to have a great little send-off for herself. Which is very dark for my guess at this movie. I don't know why I did that. That's not usually the Honestly, route I would take. No, but it is like very accurate to an Oscar movie. Yeah, uh, you. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, four good days. Hey. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that this. I also think that in in line with our theme, this is an Oscar baity 
um, sad movie in which a very lonely old man um, becomes unlikely friends with a little girl who lives on his block. And he explains to her that he has never had more than three good days in a row. Um, and so this girl decides to make it her project to, to help set it up so that this old man will have at least four good days. Well, that's very sweet. Isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, both of those might be better than this. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've kind of so- best original song nominated film for good days. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Diane Warren. <laughs> Boom. Um, so, uh, Four Good, Day- Good Days is actually from 2020, uh, made by Rodrigo Garcia. And then it was released. So, that was Sundance, January 25th, 2020. And then April 30th, 2021, in the US release. Oh, so, it's actually sneaky. like one of those. It's been sitting yeah. around. Um, but we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, both of you are close in no way, shapes, and forms, so that's okay. Um, this so this movie sounds depressing. I'm not going to spoil it on air. It, I know it's kind of like it's not like it's like brand new, but it's new. Um, but the ending is so funny to me that like maybe I'll tell you guys after we, after the yeah. After the I'm like over. I want to know. <laughs> we have to know, Jeremy. Uh, okay. This is the game. Okay. Well, well. Spoiler alert, coming because yeah. I'm gonna. Bo- uh, so, Four Good Days um, uh, stars Glenn Close and Mila Kunis as um, sisters, a mother, a mother and a daughter. <laughs> um, and uh, in in short, uh, Mila Kunis is a, a drug addict, and before she can go to detox, she has to have four days clean or something, oh. or she has four days to go before she can. Anyway, um, so it's about her fort, like it's, it takes place over the four days leading up to her supposed to go into this uh, facility. Um, a lot of like really heart wrenching stuff happens and they never saw eye to eye and they were fighting and like all this stuff. But then I've not seen this movie, but I scroll down and I read a synopsis and the big emotional climax of the movie is that spo- again spoiler yes, alert please. um the daughter is unable to go because she relapsed and like they have to give a urine test so her mom gives her her pee why well, is that honestly, funny <laughs> that's ridiculous well to be honest what kind of rehab facility makes you be yeah, sober a- for 4 days before you go that's ridiculous yeah and I, like I might not be understanding this completely, but it's baffling to me. And when I read that, I was like, "Well, this has to be the game." Well, Jeremy, <laughs> anyway, you wouldn't give your daughter your pee if she asked for it. I I would. I'm just saying that like there's not like like pee is not a commonly exchanged commodity. <laughs> not yet, especially as the emotional crux of a film. Tell it me is. you don't run in addiction <laughs> circles without telling me, Jeremy. Because <laughs> I don't think that's actually that shocking. Also, it wouldn't work for you to give your daughter your pee just for future. Yeah, because okay. of hormones. Just and stuff. Uh, learning stuff on spoiler alert. That did happen in <laughs> Seinfeld, though. Um, you guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank you, thank Jared. you, thank you. Cool. Yeah, it's an emotional roller coaster over here. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> um, so we're talking about the Oscars. We're talking about good things, bad things, all these sorts of different what's it's where I'm looking for where I'm at in my list. Um, did you guys uh any upsets for you in the list this year? Do you guys have any like like come on at all? Well, as I said, an upset for me, but a a gleeful upset was Power of the Dog not winning much. It only won Best Director. Which is fine. Ooh. Whatever. Uh, we do love to see a woman win that for like we the do third love to time see ever. It. We do love to see it. Um, and yeah, I think it is the third time ever. And she is two of those times. Um, so that is nice for the doors it's opening. But I, like, mm-hmm. as I said, the movie was not my, not my fave. Oh, Sanj, what about you? Well, I mean, I can't really overstate how much I wasn't paying attention. So <laughs> there wasn't really a way for there to be an upset for me because fair enough. Okay. Cuz I didn't know what was happening. So that's just all of them and that's all that means. Yeah. Um I w- I was surprised by um uh JK Simmons uh a, a bit. I don't know. I just I agree with Sean, a lot of what Sean said like I just thought he really knocked it out of the park and was a little bit surprised. Um, I was a little surprised that Adam McKay didn't win Best Original Screenplay, actually. Because mm. Don't Look Up is like a... I don't know. It is really crazy, and it is sort of like his style of stuff. It's got Leo in it. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. But um, it was, like, pretty well written. Like, it, like a lot of the, the characters were really weird and dynamic, and I thought it was really fun. Um, did you guys see it? I did. No. I also have to say I'm kind of gladly that Don't Look Up didn't win a ton. I I wouldn't be Mm. mad with it winning screenplay, actually. You're right. Yeah. That that was good. But performances, meh. Best original song by Ariana Grande. I thought that would pop up, (laughs) but it didn't. I think they probably laughed when they got nominated for that, honestly. But... um, Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's move on. Um, um, do you got... Oh, well, go ahead, Sean. I was going to say, when you were talking about Best Supporting Actor, uh, mm-hmm. I have not seen Coda. It's one of, it's behind a, it was behind a paywall for me. It's Apple, Apple TV or whatever. But for some reason, mm-hmm. it's very accessible to everybody else. It seems like everybody watched this film. Um. But I was pretty emotional watching Troy Kotzer win his Best Supporting Actor because mm. um, just like the grandma from Minari presented it to him and she was like, she is so charming. And she, when she announced it, she first signed it and then said it out loud. And I was like, nice. oh. And then she just like was holding his Oscar the whole time because he was signing his speech, obviously. And she was like just looking at him with such reverence and it was like a very great moment actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really glad he won um because I thought that he like we'll talk about Coda I think, but um I thought that he he did a lot for that film and that he brought a lot to it and he just yeah, I loved him mm-hmm. in that role. So I also am very excited that he won. Well, and, you know, we've been talking about for years that, like, there are people with, I don't know, like, there are people who are 
deaf or can't talk or whatever that would give a much better performance of a character with the same mm-hmm. existence. So, you know, to be surprised that like, oh, you know, he might know he might have some insight into this person is a little what's the opposite of shocking. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, but uh yeah, well let's talk about Coda. It's a yeah. good segue. It's here. I kind of was surprised that it was nominated for best picture. <laughs> a little bit. What did you think? Scott? I'm surprised I'm surprised that you're surprised because I feel like it's an extremely Oscarsy movie. Um, yeah, it does representation better than lots of Oscar Z movies, but it ticks I, a lot I, of those same boxes. And the thing yeah, that I think I, is the hook here is that it's still for the majority. Like it's not a mm-hmm. movie about deaf people for deaf people. It's a movie mm-hmm. about deaf people for hearing people. Um yeah. And I've seen some talk online about people being disappointed that uh, the lead actress isn't herself actually a coda. Um, and apparently her her sign language is pretty you, – like you could tell she just learned for the movie, which I do think oh. is unfortunate. Um, I thought she did a pretty good job, but I, I get that. Not of the signing, mm-hmm. I mean, of, of the performance in yeah. general. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it uh, – I thought it had a lot of emotional weight to it. I thought that um, it was pretty well performed. It was very well performed by the main cast. Um, it it did sort of have like a, a, I don't know, like a Disney movie vibe, like a yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, like it 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 just was a very Oscarsy movie in a way. See, I I like I always feel like like I don't I my example is always Twelve Years a Slave. Where it's like, oh, here's this really awful thing. Let's make it ten times worse for Oscar, you know? And this didn't have that. Which is probably good, because it's nice to have things that don't have to be this, like, so full-on, trauma dramatic. Porn? Yeah. 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 Um, and, like, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And it has an incredible amount of heart. And, like, it's great to see, like, depictions of more real people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone really knocks out like, but I guess the, it's a really good way to put like the Disney vibe of the whole thing. Cause it is like, I don't know. It's a double-edged sword, right? Like it's not a complex problem. It's a personal problem. It's a family problem. And it's just like the emotional toll of that, which is awesome to see. Um, I will say that like, I love what they did with the sound and what they mm-hmm. did with the subtitles. And I like... We should be exploring that way more because uh, that's just amazing storytelling. Yeah. But um, yeah. Sean? Well, I, I haven't seen Coda, but I oh, feel like I, it's like how, to me, it really spoke to how representation matters because last year, The Sound of Metal was nominated for uh, Best Picture. And I feel like it made, stu- it makes studios be like, oh, a, a film about a deaf person can make money. Great. Let's, let's keep going or like let's throw money at this so it's like i feel like there's a few on our list like that where it's like uh only recently did we have sort of something new come to the oscars and now uh production companies are like let's do that people are into that Mm -hmm. and it's like Mm -hmm. obviously so transparent but it's also like nice because then it gets this actor who would probably not have had this chance a couple years ago to win his supporting and like so deserved and all three like all three of her family members i think were so great 
Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's true, Jared, that it's like just about one family's story, because I think this is a complex like social problem and a lot of people's stories. I wish, though, that they had sort of teased some of that out more. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of just depicted like her serving as an interpreter for her family without really kind of probing at like, why is that? Like, what are what? Mm-hmm. Why does she have to be? Yeah. No, I just meant like normally if it was an Oscar film, like it would be like, you know, and if, uh, you know, if she's not there, the boat will be taken by the Kraken. You know, like there's some like fully crazy like amp up that's mm. usually involved in an Oscar. And like that's probably the thing that like made me think that it wasn't going to be in the listing because like it didn't have that like double down that I feel like a lot of Oscar Beatty films do where like, it's almost ridiculous, Mm. you know, like it, like it's almost like a bizarre choice to go as far as they, it'd be almost like if you had like two world-class athletes and then you doubled down and made a movie about their dad, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like to amp, I don't know. That was a bad example, but it just um, took me a minute. mm Mm-hmm. But anyway, it is, like, a very real, honestly, like, contemporary human story, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it is, like, a very down-to-earth thing. And, like, the stakes are not a normal weight of Oscar, Mm -hmm. I don't think. Which is good, right? Like, it's it's the, you know, again, like, we need to see more stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Oscars are weird, man. Um... So weird. I would also like to take a second to talk about the best supporting actress. And that was Mm -hmm. um, Ariana DeBose won that for West Side Story, which she very much deserves. She really pops in that. She's so good uh, as Anita. Um, And she is the, she is like just an out, a like Latino woman of color. And she her speech was great and she's like um and marina rita moreno was in the audience she won best uh, supporting actress for that that in like 1962 in the same role and it was just that was a great moment too there was a lot of a yeah. lot of moments that i feel like got um steamrolled by other moments um but this is one that i was very was very taken with Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I was I was actually a bit surprised that she won, not because she didn't deserve it, but just because I feel like that's not necessarily the kind of role that often wins. Um, which, like, maybe that's not true. I don't know. That's well, just how I, it I feels in my right. brain. Yeah, but, I, like, I think that's the thing that's messed up, is because you, like, have this matrix of what you think this thing should be, mm-hmm. right? And we do it with all of them. And, like, that's why, like, I think of that way about best pictures or whatever. But it is just this, like, because it's not just the best performance, right? Like, that's yeah. not what the award is. There's other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't like it. <laughs> that's why I don't like it. <laughs> this is, I don't like it. But, Jer, she won for a remake, so that puts you in a real tough spot. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, you're torn. It's, yeah, no, it's. When when my when my well one of my favorite movies on this list is Dune, which is just another remake. I know what I'm doing to myself. Like I realize, <laughs> where I, like what I understand the reflexivity of this. 
<sighs> anyway, gosh. Um, you guys, do you have any last thoughts about the Oscars before we uh, talk to each other about what we're watching? I will just say I'm really happy slash not surprised that Cruella won for Best Costume. Um, mm. The clothes in that movie are incredible. And then I'm also really happy that Encanto won for Best Animated Feature. I oh, yeah, it, that was, was great. One of the and best also, movies mm-hmm. ever. Me watching all those nominees, I was like, I should watch a few of these. These look cute. And I want, it made me watch Luca uh, like this week. Yeah. Because I hadn't seen it. I've been meaning to watch it. Did you like it? It's very cute. Yeah. Okay. I like, I like Luca. I think I've seen almost all of the animated nominees. Um, and, well, yeah. I, I feel like we're still feeling the effects of COVID this, these Oscars and like the next, the next, the 95th will be like back to normal, quote unquote, provided that something doesn't get worse. But I do feel like, like, (laughs) I do feel like, uh, if you're an animator, this is probably a good time for you to just like make some stuff. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, with those closing thoughts, if there are no more, you guys, uh, what are you watching? What, what are you watching these, these days? What's, what's, what's been watched? Well, as per Sean's What You Watching last week, I basically ran to my TV to watch <laughs> the show that he talked about, uh, Taika Waititi's Our Flag Means Death, um, which mm-hmm. is a silly gay pirate show. And it's <laughs> maybe the best thing that's ever happened to me. It is. It's very queer pirate show. It's, oh my god, it's so good. It's so, so good. Like, the writing's amazing. All the performances are great. The design is amazing. Taika in pirate drag, like, almost killed me dead. Yeah, like, break I almost my just arm, melted. Please. Oh yeah. my god, break my bones. Like, wow. Um... And Reese Darby is so, so great as Steve Bonnet. Um, also, it's fully, like, based on actual history. There really was a yeah. gentleman pirate named Steve Bonnet, and they really did, he really did sail with Blackbeard. Um, and there is, like, historical evidence that things could have, anyway. Sonia, I don't this is spoil shocking anything, for me. But... I, did, I had no idea. I thought it was a completely just made up, like, <gasps> Me too, moment. but I oh, learned, yeah, no, I learned this. Did you watch it, Jared? No, not yet. I've been meaning. It's on my it's on my list, but it goes down so smooth. It's like twenty minute episodes. There's like ten of them, Mm. and I watched it in like two days. They're so silly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably gonna watch it again very soon. Yeah, it's so good, and like kind of violent, but in a very funny way. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Uh, Sean, what have you been watching? Well, I watched. I went to the theater. And I watched a little film called The Batman. Ooh. Um, the Batman. What'd you think? I loved it. It was great. Ooh. I, uh, Robert Pattinson is, um, you know, uh, sort of a sadder version of the, of the Batman. It is. Sad Bat. It's, he's quite sad Bat. It is. Um, it really shows, like, Gotham City, like, you're a mess. Like, if you live in Gotham, <laughs> you gotta leave. Like, you can't stay there. Get it together, yikes. Gotham. Seriously, every person that steps outside their house in Gotham City, something terrible happens to them. Um, 
Yeah, he is just giving so much jawline in his Batman outfit. He is mm. he's putting on his dark eyeliner. It's dripping down his face when he takes his mask off. Nirvana is needle dropped in there. It's like so moody and it was just I really enjoyed it. Um Zoe Kravitz is the Catwoman. I appreciate that her Catwoman is not very cat-like. Like, she's not chugging milk and whatever. Like, it's not that all weird. Um, and um, my what are my critiques? That Colin Farrell as the Penguin didn't really need him to be there. He didn't actually have a huge presence. Yeah, he never does, Sean. He did he not need does. to be. And he was in insane Tammy Faye prosthetics. And it was like... But for why? I don't know why. Um, And um, it was literally about an hour too long. Like, I, a plot wrapped up and my friend and I were like, oh, that was great. We were like ready to stand up. And then I checked my phone. It was still another hour because there was like a secondary plot to to deal with. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. And so we were like, okay. Anyway, that's what, for me, as a bit of a blockbuster moment, I didn't need it to be three hours. Hmm. That's my that's my critique. But you guys wow. should definitely watch. Yeah, yeah, no, I want to. I just have not had a chance. Um, I uh, I'm an old man, <laughs> and so uh, twenty to thirty minutes at a go. I finally finished watching The Witcher season two. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't I don't know if you guys have seen that. Are you it? I horny know for Henry before. Cavill? That's the... uh, I mean, he's like he's a talented actor, and <laughs> his character is dumb a little bit. Like it's it's like one of those like you're gonna talk that way the whole time, and it's like yeah, you kind of have to, <laughs> and then you like learn about his like group of dudes, and it's like oh, none of them look the way you do, sir, or talk the way you do. They just seem like regular dudes, which is very confusing to me. Choices. Um, but um, I would, like, if if you like fantasy stuff, you should watch it. Uh, I still think you should watch, the. F- everyone should watch the first season. Because they do some really cool narrative stuff that is just not, not present. Um, but it's pretty good. I don't know. I liked it. I'm not sad that I finished it. I'll keep watching it for a, a, a spell, probably. <laughs> Um, any other quick, is that a Witcher what, joke? What I haven't seen jump? it. Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, why, absolutely. Um, Jer, I wanted to ask you: Are you familiar with the college humor online content properties, including yeah. the, the game show? Um, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think you would like yeah. it. That's why I was gonna ask. Yeah, no, I I've seen it. I seen it, but thank you. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's all the time we have. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to the, the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna, my co-hosts, Sonia and Sean, everyone at CJTR, and to our listeners. Spoiler alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Fridays at... No. Yeah. yeah. It's a rebroadcast Fridays, Fridays at, at 3. 3. Yep. It seems so wrong to me in no, my soul. No, it's so right. Anyway, it's so right. Uh, <laughs> and it's available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. My Electric, it's coming up next. See ya. Bye. Bye.